you gotta love that you could just text a couple buddies and like give them an hour's notice. Hey, you want to do a podcast at one o'clock? And then boom, why not? They show up. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. Said someone. Got Evan Bellman sitting in the co-host seat today in place of Adam Lieberman. Upgraded. You you wear it better, to Thank be you. honest. Maybe we need to just upgrade. Period. <laughs> Adam, you're out. You're yeah. out, Adam. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> Better looking. Yeah, and then that that is the voice you just heard of downtown Danny Brown. Downtown. Fresh from Los cool. Angeles. Fresh from I just an hour got here just in time from LA. No, yeah. I was already here, so it was good timing. I love it. I uh I have known Danny. What was our first we were on two Little League teams, right? Or Angel. three. Were, were you on the Angel. Orioles? Angels with me? Angels and then and then Pirates. Well, yeah, Pirates. Right. I don't know. It might have been earlier than that too, but yeah, we've known each other. As long as we can That's remember. So crazy, right? Yeah, we've and, had a lot of good times. And the downtown part comes because he could hit the ball downtown. Yeah, yeah it makes stuck. sense. Yeah. It's so stuck. no one else really calls him downtown Danny Brown, but those that down, know. I was doing DTLA is what I was thinking. Oh, DTLA, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but apparently not. It's, no. It's not at all. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I was downtown before we had DTLA. Yeah, there was you no were, DTLA. No, you didn't want to be DTLA back <laughs> no, then. No, unless you wanted to be D-E-A-D. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. Let's talk about L.A. real quick. I mean, yeah. I used to defend L.A. to the death. That's a shit it's, show. It's what happened. What is going on? I was there like oh, a bad. week ago. It's bad. Homeless people We're on a everywhere. Bad trajectory. So first of all, homeless Skid Row. That's the most, the largest concentrated homeless encampment yeah. in the country, and it's within eight miles to the heart of Beverly Hills. Right. So no one wants to talk about that. But growing up, DTLA didn't exist. Right. Uh, it was just Skid Row. But now there's all this culture and residential and retail, and the homeless are still there. And they're not just there; they're down every street from east to west north to south it's just bad policies decade after decade yeah. chickens are coming home to roost and it doesn't seem like it's getting any better yeah unless caruso wins but i don't know that he's gonna win right yeah we hope caruso um, for mayor baby caruso yeah. for mayor. i, I we agree gotta get people I out agree. to vote i love Common rick sense. do you know rick have you met no, him no, oh he's no great well i was just yeah. with him last week i just so sold bristol the house i sold oh, right he lived across the street so oh. yeah Okay. But I've known him a long time. Great yeah. guy. I hope people vote common sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But LA's in a bad spot right now. Tell the folks what your day job is. My day job is just following John around <laughs> <laughs> on social media and Stryker and see. Uh, day job of a residential broker, west side of Los Angeles for Compass. I sell homes. Cough, please. Yeah. Sell Sorry. homes all over LA, Beverly Hills, Brentwood, Santa Monica, Palisades, et cetera. And you know, chase around three little kids and yeah, there you go. That's the day job. Side hustle is the podcast, the deal with Danny Brown, which I launched, as you know, you were a guest on yep. it four or five seasons ago, four or five years ago. And it's <laughs> just uh, focusing on real estate agents and, you know, the keys to success. And I've had a lot of cool guests on. So check yeah. that. You had Kevin Millar on. I had Kevin Millar on. Yeah, who we I, also grew up with. Yeah, great story. One yeah. of my oldest closest friends i've known him as long as you so yeah, yeah. he was yeah, i mean we've had, had about 100 guests and really interesting people a lot of real estate people because that's what i do but also like you and kevin millar and, yeah. and so many other people but uh, yeah that's 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 fun. why i asked evan to join because evan is in the same business as yourself but I, here in las vegas that's right um, poor evan got sucked <laughs> into real estate <laughs> you should just yeah. stay here don't he, do he real came estate. out of the casino uh, world though yeah a couple times yeah a couple times but you're happy I am. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough gig, man. Yeah. And, uh, if you don't love it, then you're definitely not going to enjoy it. 
Right. Right. So, right. Uh, yeah, I'm happy. Happy where I'm at. How has the homelessness affected downtown LA in terms? Of, do you do you any like high rise sales or not so, really? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, everyone touches downtown LA in real estate. It it hasn't really impacted it. I mean, the explosion of the high rise luxury condo in downtown LA was happening at the same time as the explosion of the homeless right. you know, crisis and. So you you know you buy a five million dollar condo downtown LA and you want to walk for coffee in the morning and you know you're stepping over people smoking crack and shooting up yeah fentanyl and who knows what else yeah uh, it's it's weird you know, yeah it's it's a, it's a weird scene that, that it's all right there together happening. yeah what's crazy to me is uh, as many people as you hear is moving to out of LA right mm -hmm. coming here going yeah. to Idaho going to Nashville going to Austin right you, yeah. you read those Ton headlines all the time yet that. I still get emails from compass from Danny Brown weekly that says sold 17 million <laughs> four bedroom five bathroom uh sold 24 million like what the fuck Danny I can't explain it I don't know what the fuck's going on here where are these people coming from they, you know what there's just so much concentration of wealth in los angeles yeah. it's you know yeah. if not the largest it's certainly top three global cities and there's people uh, that want to live their home full time and then there's people that have their second or seventh or eighth home there and yeah it seems like everybody is a mega millionaire or billionaire when yeah. you're seeing these houses every day right. sell at 10 20 34 it's not like it happens yeah. once a year it is astonishing the amount now, of wealth and a it year, comes from everywhere. A year ago, stuff here in Vegas, you couldn't keep inventory. Like it would no. go on the market, and it would be, uh, you know, if you weren't a cash buyer, you were almost out of luck, right? It, if it even made it to the market. If it even made it if to the it market. If it even made it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and now that's kind of changed out here. Drastically. Same. Yeah. Same for you in LA. So, you know, I'd like to dig into that drastically. Yeah. Definitely, it's not the same. We're not putting a house on the market and the first day open brokers coming up to you saying, Hey, how many offers and don't accept one. We're going to write an offer right now. That doesn't happen anymore. It right. just stopped on a dime in about May second quarter. So yeah. it's very new. The ground is moving under us. So that frothy craziness that we've had for two years is over, mm -hmm. but it's hard to tell what's going on. So certainly we, things have slowed down, but in LA, at least the good quality, uh, homes in, in really coveted locations, Brentwood Park, North yeah. Montana. But they're still selling, and the pricing is still high. But what we're seeing is there's a lot less sales. There's a lot less vo volume of sales. And the average houses that you know were getting multiple offers a year ago, those houses are sitting. Yep, really. And so we're seeing price reductions. So I don't know what is going on exactly yeah. in Vegas, uh, how drastic the shift has been. or Yeah, I think... There's so many nuances to the... The micro market you're in i think we're um we're a little more susceptible to the rate so that that large rate increase in the beginning of the year right it was the fastest increase yeah. in in um, fastest 90-day increase since they've been tracking rates yeah. i think that affected us a little bit more than some of the other the markets um because we were being fed obviously by california and some of new york illinois um there's a lot of cash buyers right but mm -hmm. i think um you know our median home is is obviously a lot less than, than a lot of other regions, right, or other states. So, um, when when that rate when that rate creaked up from you know three to six, which it yeah, did, it's doubled like that, it's, right? It's, it's hard to imagine. You know, a five thousand dollar payment is now ten thousand. Yeah, right. Ten thousand is now twenty thousand. I mean, changes a lot on buying power, right? Even even at that level, uh, even at, at the high le level, at every level. Yeah. Right. I mean, we we say in L.A. I mean, there were there was people. You know, you, you're a hedge fund guy or a young investment banker or a hot talent agent. And you're making two three million bucks a year. 
a year ago, you get a rate for one and a half and you're buying that $10, $15 million home in right. Brentwood Park or Palisade River. But you know what? Now that payment's doubled. You're not, those guys are wiped out. Right. So now it's really just the mega wealthy. It's Rick Caruso. It's the Rick Caruso <laughs> and, and such. I mean, you can't yeah. just be in, you know, a normal schmuck and try to get a $10 million <laughs> loan. So it's all relative, I guess. But no, it, it is drastic. And yeah. I imagine, um, at, you know, at every price point, it's impacted a little bit more. Funny enough, though, uh, the entry level in any neighborhood in L.A., and it's obviously very high compared to a lot of places, it's still extremely strong, which doesn't make sense because what you said makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The rates doubled, and if you're a young buyer and scraping to get a down payment and your payment goes up 56%, you would think those people halt. But there's so many there's so much demand still that it's propping up, especially the entry level. And you go to any neighborhood. So if you go east side LA where it's like 1.2, those houses are still getting five offers. They may not get uh -huh. 20 offers, but they're still getting five, six offers. Had a house that uh, I bid on with a client that yeah, in Santa Monica for 2.3, which is very low for this part of Santa Monica. And it had 20 offers. And this was last week. Wow. Yeah. So it doesn't all make sense. There's a lot of confusion. Yeah. It's very fragmented and it's hard to pinpoint. But clearly everything has changed. We're no longer in the world record outer space craziness that we're in. And we won't know how this is all going to transition. It seems, at least in L.A., because it's so micro market, that there's so many buyers. There's so much demand that even if the economics and the interest rate aren't doing well, that the amount of just demand side will continue to at least hold the prices. Uh, I think that's, you know, the, my best guess, my crystal ball says mm -hmm. because of the demand that, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a bumpy, a bumpy 18 months to two, two years, but I don't think it's going to be that drastic of a drop in pricing. There'll be some, of course you have to, but even in 2008, 2009, LA, which was the worst housing crisis ever, peaked a trough in blue chip LA, not outskirts. It mm -hmm. was only about 20% drop. And, you know, so it wasn't 50%, 80%. So is this, is this time going to be 20%? Most people would say no, because this isn't fundamentally a housing economic crisis. This is more of a, a lot of other things. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, ran think, I'm ranting. Because I'm curious, do you think the that market, Southern California market, uh, is staying where it's at because of international? Do you think there's a lot of... Or is it hard to get that money in? I'd say the latter. It's been challenging. For a while, it was China. And then yeah. people started having a real hard time. They changed the laws. You couldn't get more than a certain amount of money out. And they were tracking it. And that went on. There was a time where Russia was coming in. But all, all that international stuff had stopped. And most of the transactions and the craziness that we'd been experiencing during COVID, at least, were wealthy people living in urban, big urban markets that said, I, I got to get out and more, get yeah. more space. Yeah. And that's what you were mentioning, like Idaho or right. Nashville or ranches. People were buying, anyone with money all of a sudden was buying a ranch an hour away from a urban center. And that created this crazy demand and prices driven up where you were seeing like ranches in Austin, an hour outside, like where Kevin Millar is, yep. he bought it. He bought his ranch for, you know, 2 million or a thousand acres. And then his neighbor bought it six months later, the same, the same thousand acres. And it's 4 million I mean, types of wow. you know, unsustainable, crazy. That was a lot of domestic wealth moving around and getting outside of the city. Mm -hmm. I think what we're going to start seeing now is that people are going to start the international buyers will probably start coming back yeah. once now that COVID 
hopefully knock on wood, they keep bringing it back. Hopefully that, <laughs> that yeah. people forget and they'll start coming back in here. I mean, so I think it's been a lot of domestic demand, huge domestic demand. And from LA, a ton of people have gone to the hottest markets were Austin and Dallas and Florida, South Florida. Those are the two biggest mm -hmm. markets. And a lot of people going to Nashville, Idaho a little bit, but the big markets, Salt Lake a little bit, the big markets have been people from LA going to non-tax states like yeah. no state income, I mean, that Texas and Florida right. being the, the biggest ones. But we have so many people still coming to California. Right. So yes, more, more people than ever have left, but for the last hundred years, it's been 10 times more people come to LA or Southern California than anywhere else. So it's changed a little, but it's not much. It's like a drop in the bucket, right? so to speak. So, yeah, look, look, I agree. I, I was just curious um, to, to keep the price, because we are, the data is about to come out, right? You know, the, the, the month ends, so our data is about to come out. And I was just looking at what our, our median price is and getting ahead of it. So I was just curious if that's what's sustaining, you know. Who's, who's buying, who are the home buyers in Vegas? Are people yeah. living here or is it investors that just buy stuff to rent out yeah. and flip? Or a combo of both? Combo of both. It started out as living here, but, um, you know, since in the last, what, 18 months, we've gone from pre-pandemic, you know, our median was in the low threes, right? And we peaked at 482,000 two months ago, right? That's a tough go to handle in that short of a time period. In the, eight, in the pandemic, so yeah, to speak. Yeah. So if you bought a million-dollar condo two and a half years, three years ago, uh, it shot up from, or a million-dollar condo shot up to two million? What hundred percent? Uh, yeah, much? look, I, I I sold one and it was actually a um, a family member, right? They bought uh, we we bought it brand new build. It, it was a standing inventory. Um, got a discount on it for them somehow. You know that doesn't happen, right? And uh, got it for them for one point one five. Probably in December, if they wanted to sell it, it was easily would have gone in less than a week for two point six. Oh, right. I mean, so these things, this yeah. is unsustainable. Yeah. Yeah, appreciation right. and it's, but yeah. it was hyper demand through covid and those days are over yeah and i'm glad as an agent i'm glad it was a scramble and a grind and a, you're racing around and clients can't have a minute to think and you can't have contingencies you can't do instead yeah. i mean it was crazy town it was it's it's, it's, it's got to be normalized where buyers and sellers can have uh, you know some sort of normalized negotiation and give and take and even for the agents it's like you got to you know have some like decency and yeah I mean, when that was going on there were certain agents with egos that are like yeah, fuck you don't even <laughs> yeah. show me. cash and close in a day fuck off right, you know right. yeah. and it's like come on I'm yeah like, this is a people relationship business you, know, you see what happens now when it starts becoming normal who wants to deal with people like that but right you know, i'm ha i'm looking forward to this adjustment and i also think it's going to filter out 80 percent of the agents they say there's someone was just telling me at this, the inman conference i'm at that there's almost two million licensed agents real estate real estate agents realtors not other types of agents yeah realtors that do residential two million and they said 80 percent of those in the those that are in the mls which is our you know industry yeah. bible 80 percent of them haven't done a transaction year, so year to date yeah it's so funny you bring that up so evan always talks about that uh with me and he's he's been on the podcast a couple times too but like the barrier to the thing that drives him crazy and correct jump in when i fuck this yeah. up is the barrier to entry to call yourself a realtor is just so low that it's irritating you have like all these like uh correct. you know bartenders bottle service girls correct. here in town plus they're a realtor and in, in la they're actress slash realtor and i get it they they get, have a get they, rich the, quick scheme right is what they're all thinking right 
And it just doesn't work that way to do it properly. No, and 80% of them haven't done a deal in the MLS. That's real data. And probably even more concentrated in urban markets like Vegas and LA. It's probably like 5 or 10% of the agents are doing 90 to 95% of the business. And that's the reality. And it's going to get more concentrated because when markets get tough, deals are harder to put together and keep together. And people want to lean on experience. They're not going to just flip it their yeah. $10 million house to their friends, their best friend's wife who's yeah. never sold a house. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter who you know. I think that's what they don't realize. Like, they, right. I think people have this misconception of, you know, oh, I take the, I pass the test, I'm a realtor, and then I start making money. Like, that, good luck with that, right? That's not yes. how it works. Or they make one deal. They had one deal The, the one in their back pocket. Right, the they get out of school. Right. right. And then they think it's that easy, and next thing you know, six months down the road, they're still kind of, you know, right. now they're starting to really do the work that it takes to be an agent. Right. right? Or a realtor, whatever. I mean, it just, it, it's, it wasn't, realistic yeah um and yes there was a lot of those that had one deal and it was oh i made twenty thousand, you know just like that i got my license two weeks ago and yeah now they've had that same twenty thousand. yeah and you could make a lot of money in high-end real estate selling one house you can get six figure you know a couple hundred thousand buck commission and you're like oh yeah this is so easy because it was your best friends or your parents house but then that might be the only thing you sell for the next three years Anyway, the thing that's cool about Vegas is that like in LA, I feel like it's different in terms of inventory wise. Like here we have pockets that are kind of parallel to LA. Like we have like McDonald Highlands and Henderson, that's Henderson, kind of like uh, the Beverly Hills or whatever. Yeah. And then we have Summerlin, Summerlin There's, and, there, yeah. and then Summerlin's big. That's a very general word to use, but there are, yep. there are pockets of Summerlin that's like, you know, yeah, that's uh, much uh, more that maybe like Bel Air or whatever. Yeah. But then we have these yeah. new communities constantly like new communities that come up with like really beautiful brand new builds that that la doesn't get that stuff right we don't have land to build right there's nowhere to go right you have the palisade you you have these established places where everyone has the equivalent to like custom homes right but so these custom developments yeah the the newer ones how far are they from downtown las vegas i mean henderson's what 20 minutes 30 minutes look you can go it's funny as because you you can find them 10 minutes off the strip. There's some right close. Southern Highlands is, is actually growing and it's a straight straight shot down to 15, right? You can find, uh, there's, I could tell you, within Southern Highlands, um, it's a master plan community, right? But but uh, there's probably a handful of, of new builds going on. But on the subset, outside of it, there's, you know, these builders start buying up these like real small acre of lots and they're building like 36 homes, 50 yeah. homes. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's major, major builders. There's yeah. a lot of that going on right now because land was hard to come by in the yeah. last couple of years. Per acre shot up because yeah. so close to the strip, that value is yeah. excessive. And they're, and they're 15, 20 minutes from the strip, but they have amazing strip views. Like amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know if you have time. Like, it'd be interesting if you just drove him around. Yeah, drive me around uh, for a couple of days. Yeah. I'd love to see it because those are those sort of developments are sort of the when markets change t- tend to be the opportunities. Yes. Right. Uh, markets like Vegas where you yeah. have so much land, you can always build developments. Yeah. LA, there is no land. So we're... It, the, our downside in crashes is relatively low yeah. because there's, you got to tear down a house to build a new house. Yeah, like I guess Mark uh, Wahlberg just spent like fifteen million or something out yeah. here, right? There's been or some big sales lots. out here. Yeah, yeah. two lots at Summit Summit Club. Yeah, I think it wasn't interesting thing about that. It was a we talked about it was a resale. He didn't buy them from the developer himself. So even those there was a premium on that. Right. So it'll be very interesting to see what he does with that. And these developments here, they're all gated communities, these new ones. community centers. So yeah, I've seen clients that have moved here that are five, ten million dollar homes that are very similar to what you see in the LA markets. Although yeah. they the product overall is newer here because these developments are, are newer. Thirty, I don't think 
39% of our transactions last year came from Southern California. There you go. My God. Really? Yeah. Southern, Northern, I believe it was Southern, but regardless if it's Northern, Northern and or Southern, California, period, yeah. to have one data set be that. That many buyers. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. Do you ever have clients that ask you about Vegas? Yeah. And, and what I, do you do in that case? I'm calling this yeah. young guy. Hey, hey, I like it. Evan Bellman right at your service. There you go. Yeah, I, uh, I got to tell you, not to embarrass does, him does while he's sitting here, but like <laughs> I've I've had, you know, Chris Benson, yeah, who you know, course, yeah. uh, Rodney Pete. You know, I've had any of them that I would consider. Fight on, Rodney. Yeah, anyone that I would consider high end in my network when they call and they, they ask for, do you have anyone in Vegas? I hand them to Evan because the level of detail in and he, I always make fun of, not make fun of him, but praise him really. Chris Benson uh, once called me and he just needed, he needed someone that did solar panels for a, for a client that already had a house out here. Fucking Chris Benson always calls you with right? the most random yeah. shit. I know, he, he gets does. calls from yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you know a guy yeah. that specializes yeah. in Singaporean currency <laughs> because of transferring yeah. a billion dollars in currency. Totally. And what's the tat? I'm like, yeah. God, he has some so interesting clients. I, I write back, I'm like, I, I don't. I said, but I'm going to send you to Evan, the realtor, Evan. my realtor. I know he's got something. And the level of detail, Evan fired back in an email for Chris Benson. Nice. Chris was like, like it. who is this guy? This is amazing. Like, <laughs> You know, yeah. All right, Evan. Don't, yeah. don't fuck Good. it up. Yeah, right. Bringing you some whales. Do not fuck it up, Evan. Um, uh, do you have any investment houses out here, or why haven't you bought anything out you here? You know, funny enough. Because, what are you doing? Because our friend Barry Levine, yes. back in, God, I'm trying to remember if this was pre-crash or post-crash. It was probably both. Yeah. One of our uh, many trips in the past to, to Vegas with our group of guys, Barry Levine. God bless him. He was telling me, you know, because at the time I was, I was, this might have been the early 2000s when I was yeah. just in real estate, just starting to make deals happen. Like, I think I want to buy into one of these developments and rent it out. And he's like, Danny, look in every direction. What do you see? And I'm like, oh, beautiful views. No, what do you see? I'm like, oh, lots of land. He's like, yeah, you know what Marvin Levine always says? If there's too much land, property values can't go up. So don't buy here. There's too much land. And I'm like, oh. so he talked me out of it. Okay. And then I think in the crash, he probably had, it was like 08, 09. And she, in Vegas, LA was fifth was twenty percent down. Vegas it was fifty, seventy, yeah, eighty. That was bad. And he's like, "Are you kidding me? It's the same argument, Danny. You're going to buy in an empty building, and you're going to be no HOA, and then they're going to come to you and say you have to make up the difference of a hundred units paying HOA, and it's going to drown you." I'm like, "All right, Barry Levine." Yeah. And it all came from Marvin Levine telling right. Barry Levine that you don't want to buy where the land is cheap and goes on forever. So yeah. that's why I haven't. Yeah. Ouch. But here I are, twenty years later. <laughs> I think of you know. You might have made a little money. I, I could have made some money. Yeah. And I, I get the still logic, could. though. I yeah. get the logic, but you know. Yeah. It's easy when you don't know the outcome. Yeah. You know, it's, you know. It's but, easy when you're La Mancha to right. say, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't buy land <laughs> in yeah. Vegas. And you're, you know, we're trying to They scrape. already won the war. Yeah, we're trying to scrape nickels together. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's, it's, especially if these developments, I'd like to see what's going to happen in the next year yeah. or two here. It's So what's... <clears throat> So real quick, we'll get on that. So what's happening with the new builders? Um, uh, the first thing that's going to go is these lot premiums, right? Mm -hmm. They got excessive. We went from 08, 09, we know what happened, right? The next couple of years, builders got gun shy and stopped building, right? So there was no new builds going on here. So that's why we're so far behind yeah. in our supply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then as <clears throat> things came back, they started building and rising and, and new, new developments. So anyways... Here, here we are, circa 2018, 19, lot premiums start making their way back. Small figures, then big figures. And we, at one point during the, the height of where we were, probably about, probably about eight to 10 months ago this time, not only was there lot premiums excessive, you know, we were bidding 
And they were, not only were they bidding, they were closed bidding. So you dropped off an envelope and said, this is what I'm willing to pay for lot 20 that, be, that is starting out at $200,000. And it was a blind draw. I mean, yeah. it was that, there was that component. There was um, the bidding process where you picked out the three lots that you wanted and you spelled out one, two, three, what you were willing to pay for each one of those. Got it. Wow. And then there was also, there's a builder in town that you had to enter a raffle. And any given time, if you went to, went to, one, of these builder, to one of these developments for this builder, 250 to 300 names in there. For right. how many lots? It, and that were being released, you know, sometimes they would go anywhere between like, you know, three and, and eight lots, depending on the, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a crank it out build yeah. one of those, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to mention, but you know, uh, uh, KB. So they, <laughs> they, they, I mean, the problem is. The Gucci of real estate. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the problem is that same name is also in six other barrels throughout the valley. And so that's why we're going to find out yeah. for us here, you know, there's one builder alone that has uh, over 300 homes to close by the end of the year. Yeah. Just one builder. So, wow. Yeah. So multiply that. So that's where it's going to get interesting that yeah, we'll I think see. there's some deals to be had. You'll see. We'll see if the demand could absorb it or not. Yeah. And then if it can't, there'll be opportunities. Yeah. It's interesting. That's why I think this, this data that's about to come out for July is going to be very telling, for us at least. Well, start sending me stuff. Yeah. Start educating me. And I'll take a ride with you cool. guys. I do want to see what's yeah. going on. You just did it last week. Yeah, we did it last week. I had a buddy come in from New York. <laughs> And uh, he was tour. here for a conference, but he's thinking about, he's been thinking about moving here from New York, him and yeah. his wife and family. And I was like, just ride around with Evan, go let him take you to some models, whatever. And so you can see what's out yeah. here and uh, see if you like it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I hear there's incredible communities for families yeah. here. I have yes. some yeah. friends that have moved over the last couple yeah. of I mean, just incredible. Clean and it's funny, and you know, space and family so many oriented. of our friends from LA, you know, will tell me like, I could never live in Vegas. How do you live in Vegas? But it's like, it's not that, what, it's what not they what picture, we, it's yeah. not... Mandalay Bay, uh, you know, but that's Omni at Caesars every night. It's not what right. it is when not you live here. It's not Dre's after hours in right. the 90s or the right. early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. No. no, it's not. But that's what I thought it was, too, until I discovered that there, right. you know, there's these incredible communities that yeah. have everything, and it's clean yeah. and beautiful. And yeah. I mean, I was going uh, to a meeting, just heading a little out of town when I got in last night, and it's just like the sun was setting in yeah. the canyon. I'm like, am I in the Grand Canyon? This right. is gorgeous. Pink sky, rock formations. It, it, you don't even see the strip in like 10 minutes. The strip, it wasn't anywhere. Yeah. Right. And it's some of the most beautiful landscapes. So yes, a lot of people don't get that. They just think it's the strip. Like, no, there's a whole world, and it's one of the best family-oriented yeah. type communities that you can find. So yeah. I think long-term, it's probably a really good place to put your money, and especially if you want to live here. But as an investor or living here, I think that's a, it's a really smart, growing market long term. Yeah. Uh, right, let's shift gears a little bit. Talk a little shift gears. Sh man. Talk a little baseball. Oh shit! Is Here this the year, Danny, that we are going to see Yankees versus Dodgers in the World Ooh, Series? Yes, Can we get a 1981? Yes. I got this. Redo. Is Fernando. Uh, yeah. Steve Garvey. Ronce. Davey Lowe. Is, is this the year this happens? It, I mean, if it doesn't, I mean, who's going to slit the wrist first, me or you? Right. I mean, <laughs> as we record this, we're in first place. I think we have maybe the second ahead? best record in baseball to the Yankees. Yankees by a game or something. I mean, oh, uh, that and be. that's with. With Bueller hurt, yeah. Dustin May on the DL, yes. Muncy hitting 160, Bellinger hitting 20 something, right, right. Well, yeah. The big guns aren't even performing, and no, we're crushing everybody. Crushing, but look at these young, you know, got Tony Gonzalez, it's, you know, yeah. dominating. Tyler Anderson, what? What? Yeah. These guys are having career years, and we got Cy Young pitchers, you know, that aren't, you know, are just starting to warm up. It is so on paper. 
it's going to be the Dodgers and the Yankees. Right. But we you know, but as also, we know, we also know the Yankees can't beat the Astros, <laughs> and, and games aren't won on paper. Right. And analytics uh, does a lot for you in a 162 yeah. game season, I, but it doesn't do as much. Uh, totally in a five or seven game right. series one guy gets hot one guy doesn't yep one guy hits a big home run yep you know it changes the momentum of a short series so that's why they play the series yeah and uh, then there's the robert ory types but for baseball that yeah. just rise Step to the occasion up. in big games yeah all that of a sudden the stats don't tell you right yeah right you know evan i know you're more football than baseball we'll go yeah there next. do you well, have yeah. a baseball team do you have any loyalty to baseball well, or is it like watching paint dry for you it used to be okay right uh, I'm from D.C., yeah. so uh, Nationals didn't exist when I was right. living there. So inherently, you're an Orioles fan, right? That's just right. how I went. But that's an hour drive, so I wasn't going to those games. Right. Spent a lot of time in L.A., right? So, you know, naturally, I just kind of migrated, you know, that Dodgers. Yeah, Smart, right? man. That's just, yeah. Smart man. Just, and if you were a Nationals fan, yeah, you're, you're miserable not, today. You're, you're done. You're done. <laughs> team today because Juan Soto is now a Padre. Right, you're done, uh, Nationals. Padres so got Soto oh. and Hader and Josh Bell. That's that's painful. That's a little trouble. It's going to be a fight to the finish. I mean, San Diego has been on the cusp. Yeah. While the Dodgers have made this run these right. last four or five years, San Diego's been right there with they Tatis. Have. And, yeah, I mean, but Tatis. everyone thought Machado, Tatis, OLA screwed. Yes. And Hosmer, and that didn't pan out. It didn't pan so. out, and now I'm thinking, oh, shit, we're screwed now. We're not Soda. screwed. But uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, can you imagine that if yeah. that comes down to a series? Padres, Dodgers of the West. Have you been in any games this year? Yeah, I've been to a couple games. You go with Larry ever or no? Uh, this year, no, but I, in past, yeah. yes. You know, they get the Endeavor seats. Yeah, we went WMB. last week. Uh, I was in L.A. for literally a day. Thanks for the invite. And, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate um, that, Larry. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, in all fairness. How's he, he going? I thought he had surgery. Oh, my God. Shout out to Larry Israel, who's all banged up right now. He's, he's you know, we're older now, Evan. You know, yeah. we got some years on yeah. you even. And uh, still, yeah. play. I hung up the softball uh do you play softball at all? I hung no. Him up over a decade ago. Okay, yeah, I, and I, I did that, like four or five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago, and was playing with Larry. Who oh, right, at, who at West Side Moose, yeah. yeah, who at that time had torn hamstrings, <laughs> and here we are, ten years yeah. later, he's playing with yeah. torn hamstrings. Even Larry with tor torn hamstrings, still uh, arguably the top two players on the field at any yeah, given time, and, and the fastest, and the fastest with torn hamstrings, and and still and, hits know, for power to right yeah. center, yeah, all the right center. Yeah, <laughs> but damn, is he fast? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, our buddy Larry. Uh, a couple of weeks ago in the show league, uh, the entertainment league in L.A., <laughs> so playing for William Morris and yeah. for WME, uh, pop-up. He's playing third base. And did you hear this? So he normally plays outfield. <clears throat> he plays third base, and he even emailed or texted like they're in a group chat, and he goes, yeah, I'll play third. Get the ambulance ready. He actually oh, said it. that. Get the ambulance ready. A pop-up hit over on the oh. by the dugout. He sprints over, makes the catch, crashes into the fence, pulls his hamstring, which is what made him crash in the fence, mm. and then dislocates okay. wow. his shoulder yeah, so now and surgery. ends up with emergency surgery wow. like the next morning. Uh, is he out there playing a week later? I now? think he's back. I think he's <laughs> stretching. He's not taking any time off. He's going right. The guy can't stop. Yeah. God bless yeah, him. Yeah, I think he might be done now, though. But I want him to come back i still want him to, I, I, i'll never count him out that man is, he'll play hurt and he'll still be effective yeah yeah <laughs> send him their buddy next door right yeah no yeah, i you know i actually man. thought about it that yeah. i did with yeah. this rehab yeah because they're telling him like oh, therapy you'll, kind of stuff. i got a guy next door um ron gallagher at uh mvpt yeah. uh awesome. maximum velocity physical therapy oh yeah yeah to I call him uh, oh right to call him physical therapist like in my head physical therapy 
So I had a, I had a uh, tendonitis in my elbow for almost three years, like two and a half years. I couldn't curl more than 30 pounds. I know people are sick of me saying this because uh, <laughs> I've told this story from the mountaintops. But you know, you went through it with him. Yeah. It's I, like it's too yeah. mind-blowing to go from major pain, never mind curling in the gym. I couldn't even pick groceries oh. out of my car and he without pain. Even click, this is going to sound crazy, clicking the seat belt. The, the angle that that is, it just did the right amount of pressure on my elbow. It would hurt. For two and a half years, I went to four different guys, uh, physical therapists, that hooked me up to little like electrodes and, and this metal scraper and all yep. the fucking nonsense. Uh, nothing worked. And then Gio has been going to this guy next door for his knees, and he kept saying, go see Ron. He's right next door. Like, what's your problem? Go, go to the store. And I was like, dude, they're all the same. I'm over it. I don't want to. I'm, I'm done with this fucking shit. I'm yeah. just, I'm 50. Up. I'm, you know, it's old. I'm 51. Like, it's over. It is what it is. Um, it was a good run, right? Uh, finally, kicking and screaming, I go over and see this guy, Ron, and he tells me, yeah, yeah, we'll fix that in four to six weeks. And then in my head, I'm like, well, this guy is a fucking lunatic. Like, yeah. this is hurt for two and a half years. You're going to fix it in a month? Like, come on, dude, stop with the fucking car so what did he have you Car do? salesman of physical therapy he fixed me in four weeks yeah. and really if i'm being honest three weeks i was fixed but four i got discharged so to speak were you was he doing like the, the all strength nothing a, never laid a hand on me just, just uh different therapy. different weights uh different um exercises Man, I uh, you know and i went out. in i went in for this and he was like yeah it's really it's your shoulder your shoulder that's and it's affecting this and i was like yeah whatever and fixed. figured it out i was l almost going to schedule surgery that's how over and, it, I was. And that's what most people do. Right. Because yeah. they and can't then, ever get to guys like that. There right. are people that are so good at it. Yeah. That you have to get to them. Yep. There's right. very few that they know right. the body so yeah. well. They can calibrate. Yep. Like he said, it's your shoulder and yeah. you've been walking around with yeah. elbow. Fixed. I'm going to stop and, by there and see. Yeah, you should. Evan had a similar thing. Evan was in a terrible car accident. Yeah. Had a bad fucked up back for <laughs> years. how many years? Uh, happened in 2017. A bunch of old yeah. schmucks here talking I know, right? Elbows and back. <laughs> do you have any? Do you have a bunch of... Oh, what, God, what hurts on you? My knees are so torn up. Really? I mean, they don't hurt, so thank God. I mean, it's not so bad. I mean, I'm yeah. not... I should be in a lot more pain at this age, but... Uh, it, you know, I've had knee surgeries back then. It's about 30, you know, 25, 30 yeah. years ago. But you may need to spend two weeks here and, and just get, get and get right get with Ron. Recalibrated, balanced. He'll fix you. I've literally sent him like seven or eight people. He fixed everyone. This guy thought, no, I know you thought I was crazy when I first told you, no, he's going to fix you in a month. I even I told mean, you. You know, there's a that doubt there, right? When you've been five years yeah. trying everything, like you said, medication, yeah. this close to surgery, of course, but. Um, I mean, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. It really is. It's, Good. It's, you got to avoid surgery. That's yeah. for sure. If you can figure it out. So let's get back to our Dodgers. Tell me. I mean, <clears throat> Muncie and Bellinger are yeah. potential MVPs just shitting the bed. What is going I'm convinced that Bellinger's still hurt from the World and Series. And Muncie is from, too. Uh, yeah. It has to be hurt. I mean, you don't go from that type of play to just you can't hit anymore. Like you, that's not what's happened. I don't think they've declined. Like this is the end of their career. Bellinger's young. So. Is Bellinger I, even thirty? I don't even think he's thirty. No, he's he's young. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think still got to be hurt. Nagging those, injuries. Those are serious injuries. But would you give through. up on them? I mean, obviously not because they Me didn't no, go get Soto. I mean, I, I mean, look, I think yeah. both of those guys are the type of guys that can hit. 180, and then the playoffs come, and they hit four right. home runs in a series. I mean, yeah. they're the MVT, MVP-type players that have done yeah. it in the past in high-pressure, high-leverage situations. And, yeah, it's disappointing because you expect them to have the output all season long. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't give up on them because yeah. I also Bellinger think has still sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. Bellinger has still come through when we need him. You yeah, know, hit a grand slam and also defense wise, a huge defense. Yeah, I mean he's got so much range, such a good arm, and they're clubhouse guys. They've been around. They've played in the high pressure situations. So when you're facing the Yankees in November and it's 30 degrees at Yankee Stadium, you need those guys yeah. that have been through the wars and you know can stay calm and. And I, I believe in them. And, you know, the Dodgers have MVPs up and down their lineup. Yeah. So different people are going to pick each other up at different times. And that's what I'm that point, on. Do you think it's part of the situation is that the run they've been on? I mean, they've been in the postseason and gone deep for how long? I yeah. mean, your bodies do get tired, right? I mean, that's yeah. an absorbent amount of games. Yeah. Yeah, they rest. They have their rest, right? And, and, and they're injured. But I think that. And I don't there's know. an intensity that comes with playing in, at focus, that level, yeah. right? In LA. Yeah. Right? In like, LA. In one of the major sports market in the world. And by the way, you've been in the postseason and very far for what? Right. Yeah. Years? Yeah. Nine, you know yeah. I mean? Every year with yeah. the expectation of win it all or it's a bust. Yeah. Right. So there's that yeah. too. If you mental. don't win it all, it's a right. losing season. <laughs> right. Uh, but they're, you know, that's what they signed up for. I, sure. I don't think sure. it's so much that. I think these guys are all, the mental game is so strong. Yeah. They're used to it. Yeah. And because of analytics and the high salaries, they're rotating and platooning guys so much now. Right. I mean, when we grew up, these guys were they're pitching you nine innings yeah. and you're playing every day and, you know, no one comes in. Yeah. And now, you know, you're, they're managing everyone, making yeah. sure they're rested, making sure their their arms are lit. And so I don't think it's so much drain. But, yeah, the season is long and there's spring training and then yeah. there's postseason and then people play winter ball. So, yeah, I think they can they could shorten up that season a little bit. <laughs> have, have you been having to defend our 2020 title with people saying that it's bullshit because it wasn't a full season? I get this mostly from you the Giant it. fans like Matt Slavin and people like that. Oh, um, but uh, do you deal with any of that? Or, you know, Very rarely. Yeah. Very rarely. But you're not also, you're not posting not about out, the Dodgers I'm not like a, I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly fucking arguing with you're Craig put, Handelsman about Yankees mm, versus Dodgers, yeah, my buddy Craig. You're putting it in people's faces. I'm not. Yeah, I'm disappointed that it was a short season because I think the Dodgers would have been more dominating in a longer yeah. season. Right. But I mean, come on. Someone had to be the best team, and it was the Dodgers, and they right. would have, in a short season, won it all, in a long season, they won it all. Yeah. I'm more pissed about the Astros situation that we didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at that game. Right? Were you? The, 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 the back and forth game? The, the one where it was done. Like it was done by it was the final game. I, mean, I don't know. The one where Kershaw looked like he was pitching JV. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I've never seen anyone just hit bombs off Kershaw ever. Right. And they're just teeing off, I teeing know. off. They, well, guess what? They yeah. knew what pitch was coming. Yeah. Well, that's how you hit Kershaw. Yeah. I was going to a, a 40th birthday party in the Playa del Carmen, Tulum, and I literally changed my ticket to stay an extra night to go to that game, and it was done by, like, what, the second inning or something? Oh, you know, it was, yeah. Painful. Painful. Oh, my son's voice. Little, they were crying. <laughs> in fact, the last few years, they're ending, the season ends in tears. They get so into it when the playoffs come. Even my wife, who never watched a game growing up, wasn't into sports, yeah. she thought I was an asshole that I went to uh, the World Series with Kevin Millar in New York rather than when we started dating to some random wedding that she wanted me to go to, <laughs> she couldn't believe what an idiot. Well, baseball's for kids. Anyway, so she even gets psychotic way more than me. Really? And her and my young, youngest son, George, yeah. they go bonkers. I'm screaming and yelling. You would be like, what? They act like they're, you know, like the Boston and the Yankee fans. Yeah. And all, you know, the nut, nut job. So my house goes off in uh, postseason. Wow. And it's not coming from me. <laughs> and nice your kids got some skills, too. 
I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, they got some. They have little they're, they're little flashes of it. It's hard okay. to see if they have the hunger and the heart and right. the eye of the tiger. Yeah, but we'll see. They're still young, but yeah, yeah. they're they're all, they're doing all right. They're balling out at West LA. Yeah, uh, they're gonna do club ball this year. First time I've held them out of. We didn't have club ball growing up. No, you played little league at the rec, and then next right. season was football or basketball yeah. or soccer. Now it's specialization. Right. There's now kids. a lot of kids don't play high school ball because they just play club ball, right? Well, I can't higher even understand profile that. Profile and more recruiting and coaching. Right. So, but the club ball starts when we start little, when five, six year olds are the guys are playing year round. Right. Everybody thinks their kids getting a D one scholarship and getting drafted. Yeah. It, the parents are fucking bonkers and bananas. So I've held out of it. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I played a lot. I know, you know, I had a lot of, I went far in my career and I don't believe in the club thing, at least till a certain age. Right. So we're now at that age where my oldest is going to be, my oldest son's about to be 12 and my other one's going to be 10. And now we're at the point where we're like, oh, they're going to have to play club because it's year round. Otherwise they're falling, they're going to fall behind because guys have already played five years of club. The kids that are like really good already, like what you would say the all-star kids at West LA, like we were, yeah. those type of kids have been playing club year round right. from five to 12. And my kids haven't. So yeah. now I'm like, all right, you better catch up. But right. these parents are out of their They're psychotic with it. Minds. I know. <laughs> they think that they, you know, everybody's got, like, do you understand? Like 99% of these kids aren't going to ever play right. beyond high school. And 90% right. probably won't even make it through high school. Right. Let alone get drafted or doing it it's just does part of you ever wish you would have worked harder at it i wish i worked harder at it no because i worked hard that's how i stayed at it longer mm -hmm. i couldn't have worked any harder and been any more mentally into it i just didn't have the genetics you know i blew yeah. out my knee it wasn't maybe it wasn't big enough maybe it was strong yeah. i worked hard i took it serious yeah. i was all in and that's why i went far yeah i, mean, I took i took as far as you could go with the Jewish genetics, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hear that? <laughs> How much farther can a guy go? Yeah. Five ten Jew, yeah. you know, from the West Side of L.A. I mean, I played it at sea, you know. I was hitting right. ninety mile per hour fastballs. You know, what can I do? Right. But I did. I didn't have the speed, baby. The yeah, speed. Speed oh. is everything. Well, I right? blew out my knee too from football. I was talking about dumb schmuck playing fucking football at uni high. I was the only white guy in the field and I was the running back. So <laughs> right. yeah, that didn't go very well, Yeah, but I loved it. I could stop. So that probably ruined the baseball career, Yeah, but it wasn't about working hard. I worked hard and even worked harder to rehab when I had uh, knee surgery to get in so I could play in college and play in yeah. college and had a good career. But yeah, I mean, I, you should have worked harder. I should have worked but harder. But you also didn't have the, the body yet. You, yeah. it was like the I body was you have now. I graduated high school at 145 pounds. What wow. the fuck was I doing, Evan? Wow. You and, you and I doing? It was like I was allergic to the weight room. Yeah. I don't so, know. Yeah, you and Stryker were always like the great athletes, but undersized right. until after high school. And then, yeah. You, too bad you got to go back to high school at this size. You guys would be uh, killing the I game. I needed to do a couple cycles back, uh, back, <laughs> back in high then? school. I didn't know. I didn't know. I believed all the bad press uh, steroids got well, back in Day. Was you were clean. You were you know? 140 in high school, and I'm yeah. sure Stryker was about the same. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just tall, skinny, yeah. lanky, athletic. Yeah. Stryker grew even. Oh, yeah, like, he was short, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My God. And then there was Barry Levine. How'd that guy not make the major 250 and, yeah. you know, little senior league. He was already 6'4", 250, yeah, just wow. hitting ball. You he told didn't me, work hard enough. He didn't get He didn't want it. You got to want it. If you would have told me Barry Levine, Travis Woods, David Ravitz, and even Michael Codron weren't going to make And Larry. 
weren't going to make the big leagues, I would have been like, you're crazy. You're crazy. If you would have told me all five of those, no, no offense, and Kevin Millar, yes, you would I would have said, get the fuck out. Well, right. Well, Kevin Millar, it's impossible. I mean, he right. was the fifth or sixth best on, our, best on our high school team. Right. That's a fact. But he you, didn't give up, and he worked no, his fucking ass worked off, his ass and he off. found the weight room. And, yeah. uh, and uh, mental toughness beyond what, mental four, toughness. 14 years? How long did he yeah, play in the big? 12 big, years, 14 yeah. years. I mean, 180 so homers. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. Amazing. And the greatest guy. Yeah. That you would wish that all professional athletes have that attitude. He was so grateful yeah. for every day he had, and always gracious and always willing to talk to fans. And yeah. Anyway, I always tell people, go see four days in October, the 30 by 30, which highlights him yeah. and the Red Sox on that Cowboy run. Cowboy up. Cowboy up. That's the run where my my now wife was wanted to break up because what the <laughs> hell are you chasing? Me and David Ravis chasing right. around Kevin Millar. Right. He's flying us out and giving us tickets <laughs> to see the Red Sox. She couldn't understand. Yeah. Sometimes they don't understand. No, so yeah. that's my uh, pitch. Yeah. Pitch on marriage. Did you play any uh, sports in high school? You were yeah. were you jacked in high school? Like this Evan, guy, so this guy's ripped. <laughs> no, but Evan, you don't understand. Evan of ten years ago yeah. was jacked. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, he looked like a like a wrestler, like, like a, thirty yeah. pounds heavier, probably. Right. Yeah. Like what? I, was, I was walking around at one seventy five. Listen to me. I mean, like you'd look at him, like, dude, were you at Muscle Beach this morning? Where yeah, were you this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you know, my routine. I was, you know, back then was a casino, right? So uh, I worked six, seven, six or seven days a week, but I was up at seven at the gym at seven thirty in the office by nine thirty. Yeah. You had and your routine, routine discipline, yeah. yeah. But, discipline, you know, creatine, and you know the whole myoplex, <laughs> myoplex, you know, the whole thing, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Into myoplex. Answer your question. I, you know, I played soccer my whole life, right? Really? I, I was held out of football because my mom didn't want me to get hurt. She was right? smart. She was right. But meanwhile, I wound up with uh, three concussions, two contusions, <laughs> right? In you know? soccer. Yeah. I mean, I really? Just, yeah. Soccer's no, rougher than people think, right? No one gets out of a, gets out alive. Any sport is right. tough. <laughs> yeah. Your bodies just yeah. get pounded no matter what yeah. you play. I mean, I played all year round. So I played winter league but in the East Coast. So I'm playing, you know, we drive all the way to Baltimore to play a winter league. And it's in the snow? Know, in the snow. 20 Ooh. degrees out. And we got shorts and, you know, gloves. Well, I don't know, nothing That's else on. Right? It was crazy. Oh, yeah, it was brutal. That's why I will never go back. You know, I was off for a couple of jobs working the casino back in the East Coast, like good yeah. ones, and I turned them down. No shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually had. A, you know, I was supposed to play at UNLV. Yeah, and I blew my knee out both junior and senior years in high school in the first game of the season. I played on the on the uh, Maryland State team, right? So the the ODP. Okay. That's where they get the Olympic team from. And um, so uh, I mean, we got lots of stories, but I, we went to Ireland. We did a little Europe, European tour. So we went to London, Fun. Ireland, Wales. Oh, what a great experience! Awesome, awesome. And I got my jaw broken in Ireland. I mean, they play dirty, man. <laughs> really? Play, yeah, Shocker. Man. Yeah, yeah. So I had to fly across the back, across the wired seat. up. Yeah, wired oh, up. Yeah, that's, that's brutal. That's How long we wired getting, up? Uh, oh, that's man, bad. Long, decent. Yeah, I like mean, wired shut your mouth. Yeah, drinking through a blender. Like for a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Not fun. Um, but you know. Didn't stop, you know, because if you can't play, you're off the team at that level, right? So yeah. I was like, oh, what do I do? And, you know, there's there's 25 players on team, but only 18 travel. So, mm. um, but anyways, yeah, I played, New York, I played, you know, year round. So Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Got my, his jaw yeah. tied. Oh, my, yeah, yeah, it was bad. I mean, I Have you ever played a, in the snow? Not snow, but cold weather. Fuck no. I mean, baseball, <laughs> it's cold weather, yeah. Really cold weather where, like, your hands hurt and you're it's like, awful. oh, if I get jammed or hit off the end, it's a brutal. I, I just had a flashback. In college, we had a we played a winter. It was off season, and it was not that far from here. It was somewhere between, maybe it was Barstow Junior mm -hmm. College, and I'm in the outfield, and it's already so cold and windy, and it gray, and, and then hail starts pouring down and whipping me in the face. I'm in the outfield like, just getting like nailed. last week. 
And then we didn't stop. They didn't tell like, uh, can we stop this? Yeah. I mean, I just remember going up to like, I am not even swinging. If I, if I make contact, my hands yeah. are just going to shatter. It was so cold. Yeah. I broke my finger. Cold weather one of, the, one of those le- leaks. Oh, know, I, I cold weather's the worst. I didn't realize until I got home, my mind, I thawed out that my finger was broken. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no fun. No fun. Stick to hot weather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is this, well, you're probably a, what are you, a football? Who's your football team? Uh, I'm more of a college SC okay. football, so I'm really happy. About Does the, the new, the new alignment and, you like? I, I'm just shell-shocked. I mean, how could we be in the Big Ten? <laughs> no, like, huh? Yeah. I'm shell-shocked. I grew up a Rose Bowl, yeah. you know, the, Rose, the tradition of the Rose Bowl, granddaddy of them all. Right. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm all, fine. It's exciting. It's new. I embrace it. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk, milk but it's just this is strange. Strange. Yeah. You know, these guys are going to travel there. Now we're playing Ohio State and Penn State and on and on and on and Michigan. And, so yeah. what was the reason? Was it a financial? I it's guess. Always, it's, always, it's always financial. I mean, yeah. But that big to, to do that move, right? That's kind of. It's always financial, right? I mean, why else would they right. do it? it it's, uh, it's a little disheartening because it takes out the regional traditional rivalries. That yeah. mm-hmm. it's also going to be exciting and have new, rival- yeah. new rivalries. So. I don't know. I mean, you have no it, pro team. I mean, not really. Hometown Rams. team now, Rams, yeah, Rams. or no? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I, I've I've loved the Rams. I was a big, huge fan growing up. Right. And broke my heart when they moved. So yeah. I've been coming around to them, and it's been fun. They're such good. And, have you and been the Raiders have always yet? been a team I've I've watched because they spent that time in L.A. and right. Oakland. Um, yeah, that SoFi Stadium. I haven't is, been, but I heard everyone. You've been right. It's like it, being on a spaceship. It's, it's great, like, except for the food. The food, no good. <laughs> No, not where I was. No, I mean right I have here. had good food is there, it, but the experience, the building, the architecture, yeah. the design—it's it, really well yeah. thought out and feels good. And the roof going up, closing and opening, and right. What was the figure? The Five billion? Right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Wow, Dan. <laughs> the the the, yeah. the television screen, the size yeah. and scope that wraps around—it <laughs> is truly. An entertainment venue, yeah. yeah, and it's not like just watching football and right. run around the mud and hit each other. It's the whole experience. So the experience there is is phenomenal, and I imagine it's going to set the bar now for this is what it's going to have to be moving right. forward. But pretty cool stadium, just to take a tour and walk to see the architecture, yeah. and the construction. It's yeah, it's fascinating. I remember the building. I mean, I was living down there when they were building it. Yeah. And uh, it was delayed what, because of the real bad rain that one year, right? Like, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of delays. Yeah, yeah, to get that thing done. Yeah. I was hoping to open when I was there, but obviously, you know. The whole economy, though, has yeah. blossomed. Around it, yeah. Yeah. Inglewood has exploded. Yeah. Right. You know, and like people sold their houses for big money, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to, and people are buying apartment buildings, retail, you know, it's created a whole economy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How I'm about a, you? Are you a Raiders? Mm, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm miserable every single <laughs> fucking year. Yeah. Every year we just can't get it right. Jerry Jones is like the new Al Davis. We just he needs to go away. We but just, you're worth a lot of money. The I most. saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Seven franchise billion or eight billion or something. Or, yeah. But it can't win. Can't win. Can't win. Imagine what, if they won. Is well, are you gonna blame Dax? Do you blame the quarterback? Do you blame the who do you blame? Or is it just know. it's impossible yeah, to win? I don't know. Only one team could win, and everyone starts the season thinking they're gonna have to win the Super Bowl, right. and only one gets it. You know, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Cowboys. Yeah. They but have we're still s- we're better than the Redskins. 
Oh, sorry. Did that, was that a low blow? They're I'm not sorry. the Redskins. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is their You don't even have a fucking name. You don't what are you guys now? The, <laughs> what is their name? Are you the Washington football team? No, the there's Washington a new name Club? now, right? Commanders. The Commanders. That's oh. official? Yeah. They went with that? Yeah. That's all. Brutal. That's what they came up with? They said Brutal. they sat in a room and said, this is yeah. a good, good yeah. idea. I heard they were going to be... I heard they were going to be the Wolverines, and that sounded cool. Yeah, like, that like, sounds Helmet-wise, right. logo. Michigan, like, yeah. Anything's better than what they are. Look, I kind of lost my fun right. years ago, man. Yeah. You know, as soon as you know Snyder bought the team and, and he's yeah. charging for practice. I've practice. seen him throw a remote control across the room over <laughs> over a Washington fumble before. A long time ago, <laughs> yeah. Man. Yes, a long time ago. Yeah. Yes. Being a Washington Redskins football fan, how yeah. just brutal. Heart-wrenching, right. depressing, man. <laughs> right. I mean, growing yeah. up was great. Three Super Bowls yeah, in 11 years. And then John after, Riggins. Yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah. Joe Thiesman. But then after that, after that. 1990 and on is miserable. <sighs> the wheels fell off. You know? Yeah. You know, anyone like, born... Yeah. 1990, yeah. you know, and things like the worst team in yeah. the league, yeah. laughing stock of the league. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you, you know, you don't even go into the, the year thinking that we have a shot. Like no. the Cowboys, at least no. it's a mind fuck. You're like, oh, we got this. Dak's going to be the yeah. MVP. Right. We got. You think you're going to the Super Bowl every year? I and then you're like, I have first said round this is out. the year. First round and out. Yeah. Every <laughs> I've said this is the year to Geo, like for a decade. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and even he has come to me and said, like, yeah. this year yeah. is the one you're gonna get. This, this one. year. Yeah, I mean, but he said it last year too to me. But yeah, but I would probably every couple of years would have said that too. <laughs> right. Like you got like, this team is stacked. Right. There's no weeks. But yeah, they're it not winning. Has, it doesn't happen. No. But it's got a nice stadium in Dallas. And, yeah. yeah. Cool not, uniforms. I don't cool. know. What do you yeah. do? <laughs> I don't know what you're. Yeah. I don't know what you're gonna uh. do. I think it's coming. So what is the Raiders? Have they been embraced? I mean, is it, yeah. is it a Vegas team? Yeah. Because it's such a great historic no, they've franchise definitely been for em- any sport. Yeah, they've definitely been embraced. Um, Vegas really supports the sports team. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't think I didn't think hockey was going to work here. I was like, hockey in the desert? Like, who's going to kill? Yeah. First of all, I was like, who really cares about hockey? Sorry, Adam Lieberman. Uh, but Because uh, we grew up. Right, Which we're not really. Wasn't yeah, big. it was. Yeah, like, but it's you'd huge go to, everywhere else. It's huge, yeah. huge everywhere. And else. here they're sold out, and Money. oh no, not yeah, no more selling. Well, they made they, some mistakes. They dismantled the team, right? Yeah, I mean, look, that you know, that yes, we had such a great run our first year yeah. that there was the the city just captured. You know, like, yeah. They, How they, many they, seasons have they had now? Uh, this will be. Th- Four? Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, 17, 18 was the first one because that's when I was in my was car it? accident. Yeah, yeah. Through COVID. And it, have they made the postseason? Every every year except for last. So they have. They, have, they made the Stanley successful. Cup the first year. And that's, right. why, that's why it yeah. caught on like it did. Right? We're like, oh, my God. I mean, no one really knew what yeah. that meant. Yeah. Right. And how uh, hard that yeah. was. And so yeah. they got really proud of themselves. And ticket prices have gone up every year. Right. And we've gone down every year. Um, it's hard to, to how do you how do you beat how do you the sustain cup? Yeah. Right. your first year unrealistic expectations. Yeah. but that's amazing. They have a yeah. hockey franchise. Yeah, and people are people are are gung ho about the Raiders. I mean, I hope they are. That d- yeah. franchise deserves it. Sure. Uh, I mean, sad that they ever left Oakland, but you know, you see that okay. stat? It was, it was either Allegiant Stadium or the Raiders, but it was like the number one grossing revenue. Really? Yeah, I think it was a stadium. Would make more sense because of the concerts that are supported by the casinos right. and things like that, right? right. But I believe it was the number one re- revenue generating. Wow! In the for last year, yeah. And they just got all over my boy Gruden, just yeah. tore him down. You think he'll come back, or I don't think they're gonna let him. It's no. like the face, the face of woke culture. Like know, you know, man. you got you, you know, I, look, I don't know what he said or didn't say, but man. It's Things just, get so taken out of context, yeah. and you say one thing that looks wrong, you're or say finished. you're done, you're canceled. Yeah, canceled. There's no. Yeah. There's there's no ex, no like 
flexibility for, oh, I had a bad day or I went off or lost my temper. Or da, 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 da. Right. It doesn't matter if you've been a great yeah. person on human yeah. being. Your and whole sorry life. doesn't count for anything anymore. Well, There's, no. <laughs> even if you apologize, it doesn't. No, not so much. Yeah. Not yeah. so much. Once you're canceled, uh, once yeah. you're, oh, that's the cancel category. That's really yeah. upsetting. And he was a shrapnel. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like it was, it was right. that investigation that yeah. got him. Unfortunately, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, I was looking at it. Did you see that meme a couple of days ago uh, about NFL suspensions? Yeah, like, yeah. Over the past, you know, it was like one guy was like with weed. He got like uh, 25 uh, games. Uh, one yeah. guy bet on his team. He got like 17 games or whatever. Right. And then this guy's got 25 girls accusing him of, of rape. Of, of rape. And he gets like six, six, games. six yeah. games. We're good. We're good. We're good. It's probably a lie. Twenty six of them right. all lying. But you know, you know what was fat? Going back to Gruden, I used to love and still do when I see the the reruns. His quarterback school, the TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's like if you're a football junkie yeah. and at a high level. Yeah. I mean, he just breaks it down. It's like you're in the film room with these incredible first round draft pick superstar, yeah, up and coming quarterbacks, and he's just. Opening up that NFL world, I love it. I just think that was one of the most f entertaining football shows uh, they, that there's ever been done. I, I just love watching that. And it's yeah. just a shame that he's done so much for the game, and I'm just bummed. Well, man, this was yeah. fun, Danny Brown. See how time we're, flies. You're like, just, what are we going to talk about? And boom, it's done. over. That's it. I got to go back to work. Yes, you have to go back to work. <laughs> oh, Get your ass fuck. back to work. There it is right there. Downtown Danny Brown. It says right there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I got to go sell something now. Well, you know, work is yeah. always work. So we can go look at some houses. I'd love to there look you at go. some houses. Yeah. So we're going to go look at some houses. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thank by. you. Check out Danny's podcast, The Deal with Danny Brown. Are you still weekly? Put them out every week? I or would say weekly. When you get I, around to it. When we get Come around on, to it. Come on. When are you going to take it serious and every I, week? You no know time? what? It's like when I'm slammed, I stop. Yeah. And then when yeah. I have time, I'll boom, 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 do a bunch. So yeah. we've done like 70 or 80 episodes. I have an, I, I've had a, the last month haven't had anything new. So I have I they to, helped you at all by doing them uh, sale like probably, lead wise or stuff like that? Hard or? to say. I think it's everything helps. It's just exposure, yeah. and for me, it's more of a creative outlet and interesting yeah. and engaging. So it does help because all of those yeah. factors. Evan was just saying something. how he's going to start a podcast here. We're talking about it. What are you doing? Yeah, come, on, come on, we're Evan. here. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, this, I'm using this platform to initially launch. Okay. This is the launch. There it's you on. go. Well, gents, good All to right. spend time with you. We'll yeah. see you soon. Go yeah, Dodgers. Definitely. Yeah. Go Dodgers. And, and, we'll, uh, uh, and Cowboys. And, uh, can I leave now? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> They're going to end the show right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it? That's how it. How long was that? <laughs>